Hey, welcome to episode 40 of the One Life Church podcast, where we talk about things from One Life Church, but ultimately things we think can relate to you and your one and only life. My name is Sarah Inman, and I'm one of the co-hosts of the podcast. Now, a few weeks ago, we gathered together our leaders from One Life Church, and we said, you know what, we want to give them a night where they're just getting filled up by people just pouring into them. And so we had some speakers, some teachers from One Life Church just kind of giving short talks um, throughout the night, and we talked about rhythms of life. Now, last week, we had a panel of people in and then today, we want to give you guys uh, just an awesome opportunity to hear from someone we've had on the podcast before, but this is a little bit different way of hearing from our friend Dan Sullivan. And Dan's going to continue this conversation of rhythms. Now, there's no video um, for the next uh, last week, this week, or the next couple weeks uh, because this was just something we recorded the night of. But we hope you guys enjoy this live version of the One Life Church podcast and enjoy hearing rhythms from Dan Sullivan. Um, we're going to move on to our next speaker, and it is Dan Sullivan. And if you guys, I need to, we don't celebrate this enough. Dan writes our daily Bible readings that you can find on the One Life app, the One Life website, um, also on, uh, on social media as well. And so we're going to get to hear from Dan as we continue this conversation about rhythms. In the book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah is uh, uh, high in political ranks of a foreign king. And they've been in exile for 70 years. And they return from exile. And Ezra, you know, brings back the temple, brings back the law. Nehemiah helps rebuild the city of Jerusalem, rebuilds the walls. You guys probably heard that story. And he gets it all built, and everything's cool, and he leaves. And then he comes back after a little bit. And he sees people selling things on the Sabbath. And doing work on the Sabbath. And Nehemiah, he sees it. And he's like, you idiots. We have been in exile for 70 years. My great-grandpa had to eat human flesh because he was starved out of Jerusalem. Because we didn't obey the Sabbath. And now you're selling on the Sabbath. He is livid. You guys, listen. It says in the book of Nehemiah, I went, warned them, and I said, why do you lodge outside the wall? They camped outside of the place waiting for it to open, like, like a Chick-fil-A grand opening. They camped outside the night before the Sabbath so that when the gates opened in the morning, they could sell. He says, why are you lodging outside the wall? If you do this again, I will lay hands on you which in Hebrew means, I will beat the snot out of you. And what you have to know about Nehemiah, he was a high-ranking ruler. He had an entourage. He had an entire army traveling with him to protect him in Jerusalem from his own people. He was tough. So, obey the Sabbath or I will lay hands on you. And then it says, from that time on, they did not come on the Sabbath. So we can't think right now, oh, man, all right, I got I to, gotta, you know, I'll buy all my Chick-fil-A on Saturday night. I will regard the Sabbath and make it holy, just like the law says. I'm going to do it. Well, that's not what Jesus did. So Jesus, you know, there's a bunch of times where he deliberately broke Sabbath. And I'll just tell you one. Uh, you know, he heals this guy and he tells him to pick up his mat and walk. 
and he's out at the pool, and he's like healed, and he picks up his mat, and the guy's walking home, and the Pharisees say, what are you doing carrying that mat on the Sabbath? Well, here's what the Mishnah says. If you carry an object from a public place to a private home on the Sabbath, you will be punished by death by stoning. Death by stoning. So when that guy said, uh, that guy told me to do it, he was not like proclaiming Jesus as Lord. He was saying, stone him, not me. Don't kill me. It was punishable by death, and Jesus did it just to get at the Pharisees on the Sabbath. So what is remembering the Sabbath must mean something different. Okay, so the other day, um, the Lord has an incredible sense of humor, and he loves us very much. And sometimes when I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to say, I'm like, Lord, I don't know how to connect this. And all of a sudden, the Lord is like, here you go. So I'm walking down the street, and I hear this guy talking on his phone from like half a block away. Like, what is going on? And I walk closer, and I see this guy, and he is sitting in a diesel 4x4 pickup truck. He has the radio turned up, cranked, because he can't hear it over his truck, right? And he's talking on his cell phone. He's leaning out the window as if to, like, get a little bit away from the radio, which just puts him closer to the muffler, right? And I'm walking by, and I'm looking at this, and I'm like, sir, you're perfect. You are the perfect picture. How often we're like, man, I need a Sabbath. I need a rest. And we are sitting, trying to talk on a cell phone in a diesel pickup truck. All we have to do is turn that key. Dude, if he turned that key, the engine would have gotten quiet. The radio would have shut off. All he had to do. And we don't know it. He didn't know. He didn't know why he was talking. I know he got off that phone call and he was like, man, why am I yelling so loud? I don't know if he was thinking that or not. I don't want us to be like that, you guys. I don't want us to be like, man, I need rest. I just don't know how. Hold on a minute. Yeah. Oh, I just need more rest in my life, but um, I'll think about that after I make my 6 o'clock appointment because i got to get the kids to the thing to do the, and the, that and this. And Let's not be that guy. So often, we don't rest. Why don't we rest? Because we're working. And the definition of Sabbath is to rest. So I'm not giving you a law of, I just need to rest. It's a law that I have to rest. That was made for us. We weren't made. Jesus says, man, the Sabbath wasn't made for man. Or uh, <laughs> Switch that. Reverse it. Man wasn't made for the Sabbath. Sabbath was made for man. Rest is a gift that God offers you. And how does he offer it to you? He takes away your need to work. How often do we work for something to get approval from God or approval from mankind. I want to define myself by the great accomplishments I do. I write the daily Bible reading. If I wrote the daily Bible reading because I wanted because nobody else is going to do it, somebody else to do it. If I did it so I could get attention, I'm doing it for the wrong reasons. 
and I'm actually doing it for an evil reason. When asked, asked Jesus, they asked Jesus, what is the work God requires of us? Oh my gosh, like we should preach about that every Sunday, right? Like that's the most important answer there is. What did he say? Well, we do preach about it every Sunday. Believe in the one he sent. Jesus said, this is the work of God. Believe in the one he sent. All of a sudden, you don't have to work. Here's your Sabbath. Your work is to just believe and let me handle the rest. How can we do that, Lord? Don't I have to do stuff? All right, so last weekend, me and my second son, my neighbor says, Dan, if you want to hack on this thing, it's crazy. He had a grapevine. And this grapevine grew out of the side of his house, and it covered four trees in his front yard and his backyard. It was huge. And I was thinking about this talk, and I was thinking about what I was going to talk about. And I was like, man, I wish I would have saved a piece of it. But we threw it all away. So Jesus says at the Last Supper, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, so it will bear more fruit. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you. What if our work is to rest in Jesus? What if our work, what if our, what if our rest that causes the Sabbath, that's rest, is to rest in Jesus and to just abide in him? All of a sudden, it makes it really easy to say no to things. Now that, that would be a really good thing to do. But I am planning on abiding in Jesus that night, and I don't think he's going to want me to come there. I think he just wants me to sit at home and abide in him. So what happens if we're no longer working for definition from anything else and we're working to abide in Jesus and turn our work into rest and there we bear much fruit? Thanks. Can I get down here? What's up, Holly? What's up, Sarah? I thought about sitting on your lap, but I'm okay with I know that. you would have been. Um, tell me something. Um, just heard from Dan. Anything that kind of stuck out to you? Uh, we do not bear fruit if we are not connected to the vine. And let me say that again. We do not bear fruit if we are not connected to the vine. And um, I just it makes me evaluate the ways that I need to prune the things in my life uh, in order to maximize who Jesus made me to be. That's great. That's amazing. Our thanks again to Dan Sullivan. He's amazing, guys. He's just fun to learn from. He's got just a great personality and also so much knowledge and such love and passion to read and study and share what he knows about the Bible. And so we're so thankful to be able to learn from him. And also we're really thankful Dan has taken on writing our daily Bible readings for the last few years. And so every day, every weekday at One Life Church, you can go on the One Life app, onelifechurch.org or on our social media and see the daily Bible readings. Right now we're going through the book of Psalms as we go through the soundtrack series. Hopefully you guys uh, enjoy this created some new conversations for you um, and just talking about rhythms again we'd love it if you guys would subscribe share out any information that you found helpful and ultimately we just hope you guys have a terrific week we'll see you next time